0: Hello, dear viewers, and welcome to our first session of questions and answers concerning the international online conference, Global Crisis, Time for the Truth, which was aired on December 4th on thousands of media platforms and translated live into more than 100 languages. This unprecedented event was organized by independent volunteers of the Creative Society Project from 180 countries. Why was it that it was translated into so many languages? Because it presented vital information regarding the two major crises that humanity is facing today. On the one hand, the climate crisis, and on the other hand, the environmental crisis. While the destruction of our environment is solely the responsibility of us humans, which we're doing systematically for the sake of profit, unfortunately, the climate we cannot influence. And the cause of climate change is by far not the anthropogenic emission of CO2. At the conference, many scientists, researchers, experts from all around the world discussed the true causes of climate change a cyclical, cosmical, geological process happening already right now, and the catastrophic consequences that everyone on this planet will face in the very near future. This is indeed a question of life and death for everyone here, because we're all on this planet. There's no planet B. And while the situation is already dramatic, we see natural disasters, of an unprecedented scale, already all around the world. Floods, landslides, tornadoes, earthquakes, volcanic eruptions. There is one solution, the creative society, meaning the unification of all people for this one purpose, putting human life first and safeguarding human life, which is the most precious on this planet
1: information that was voiced over the 12 hours of the conference has to be conveyed to every single person on Earth. Because our future and the future of our near and dear ones depends on this. Once we know the truth about the danger hanging over us, the truth about humanity's real enemy, it's just impossible not to act in order to prevent it. And I'm not exaggerating when I say that the fate of the whole humanity depends on the actions of each and every one of us who share the information about the conference and information about the Creative Society. The conference resonated with people from all over the world. We received lots of questions during the live broadcast as well as afterwards. And that's why it would be our great pleasure to answer some of them today. Christian, let's start.
0: Thank you very much, Marina. I have the pleasure now to start with the first question, very interesting question that we received from so many viewers. Who will head the creative society? How can the world exist if there are no leaders? Can there be order? Leslie, what do you think about this?
2: As we do with our government, We vote as people, we come together and we vote for the one that we think will be our best manager, because the idea of a leader is one thing, but one to manage what is proper, what is important for human life is what is most important. And that's what we will look for. And that's what we will do as people as well. It is up to us.
3: I absolutely agree with you, Leslie. Thank you for saying that. And uh, yeah, as you said, there is a big difference between the manager and the ruler. We, as a society, we hire someone to do the job. And if they're not doing a good job, we just get rid of them and replace them with another one. And the creative society gives us the tools to actually do that. This is something that just doesn't fit in the current way of living because it's something we have not been applying to our society. And another question that doesn't fit into uh, human consciousness right now, I think, is who finances creative society? Like, how is it possible that so many people doing something without finances, right? And I want to ask you everyone who's asking this question, like who's supposed to pay me for me to care about my future? Or who's supposed to pay you for you to care about your future? And don't you see that where we're going right now is a dead end with no future for none of us? So who's supposed to pay us to start caring and start doing something for the society? And who's going to do it if not us? We reached out to all the stars, all the famous people, and we saw that they do not care because they think they they got their backs covered. Well, I bet they're going to find out that it is not really so. But uh, I'm not being paid right now. No one on this call is being paid. All the technical uh, people, all the technical support, it's all regular people who contribute a little bit and all together it comes out into something very significant so why while you sit there and watching this you can actually do so much for your future and the future of your kids so why don't you just join and you will see on the inside that no one finances it but the people themselves thank you
4: yeah thanks to Uh, and i also want to add and emphasize that actually nobody profits or makes money from uh, the creative society project so instead the whole humanity benefits from it i mean we invest our time our attention our resources in our future and we present it we really do everything that we can in order to um, give it as a present to the whole humanity and we also ask everyone to join us because uh, the more people we have, the easier it is actually. People learn um, how to do technical stuff, how to uh, do research and everything. It's uh, really uh, in- joyful and really wonderful when you see these r- results of your work. Uh, and uh, it's really amazing thing that is going on. And of course, uh, there will be also a question arise that uh, how do we do that? I mean, re- really, such a global conference with so many languages, organized work of so many people. Who prepared it? So, And it uh, should, of course, take a huge amount of funds. And I am happy to announce that you will soon see these people from all over the world who have been preparing the conference day and night for four months. The movie will be published soon and the viewers can actually see how everything is organized behind the scenes, like uh, here (laughs) and in many other places all over uh, the the world, you will see how ordinary people, true heroes, they just create history in our time. And um, yeah, this is like a unification of people. But what about global unification? What does it mean? Uh, I mean, would this global unification does it mean that we'll share property and everything will be common?
0: No, of course not. This it's is just true. a huge misunderstanding. Unification means that you unite in one purpose, in one goal of putting human life first. When we understand everyone on this planet, that human life is the highest value, then we channel all our resources, attention, ideas, skills, abilities, everything that we have to improve human life under all aspects healthcare, education, living conditions, everything that the human needs. Society will simply guarantee everything. But for this, we have to pull together and to, to unite in this idea. What does this mean if maybe this answer is still not, not so clarifying? means we create a framework we all together create a framework where we release this pressure pressure of survival pressure of success this chase of profits everybody's somehow maximizing profit power consumption nowadays no let's maximize all the living conditions of human beings the quality of the products of the services and then everyone can just pursue his profession Let's take, a, for instance, a doctor, yeah? A doctor can focus only on the patient, on treating him, and especially preventing the d- disease, not thinking about money, about how to fund his hospital, how to fund his clinic, and so on. A journalist, also freed by this immense pressure from the sponsor's advertisement, will write true information, interesting articles, just that he desired all the time to bring information to people. If we have a manager or an entrepreneur, we release this pressure of um, building the company and turning into a monopoly in this unhealthy competition. We focus on our employees, that they are happy, on their well being, their working conditions are safe, secure, they have a fair payment. And at the same time, we give our clients and customers best quality, best services. We put really human life human beings in the first place, in all our economic activities, all our human relationships. It's a total re-switching uh, of our, our, our mentality and our purpose. This is what this unification means. We will have the same house, we'll go to the same job, yeah, but for a totally different purpose. Forget money, forget profit. Let's put human life first. And for this, we can do it only together. And then a question arises, okay, but how will unification help in the face of this enemy called climate change? Benjamin
5: Es sollte einfach ein tiefes Verständnis von Vereinigung und deren Vorteile geben. Wenn sich global die Menschen, das bedeutet ja auch Forscher und Wissenschaftler, vereinen, sich und alle zusammen an dieser Problematik zusammen forschen wird man ja auch unbedingt große und vor allem recht schnelle Erfolge erzielen und nicht wie momentan die einzelnen Gruppen voneinander getrennt mit begrenzten Mitteln und dann auch nur für das Ansehen oder Ruhm forschen, ähm, statt für den Vorteil der Menschen. Durch eine Vereinigung aller Menschen haben wir fast unbegrenzte Möglichkeiten für das Leben auf unserem Planeten, es zu schützen. Welche Mittel, fragt ihr euch? Ich gebe hier ein einfaches Beispiel von der Verschwendung von Ressourcen. Einer der reichsten Menschen der Welt gibt Milliarden aus, die er durch uns alle verdient und einen toten Planeten zu besiedeln und zum Leben zu erwecken, statt hier unseren Planeten damit zu retten, in Technologien zu investieren, die unser Leben retten können. Und dieses Phänomen sehen wir bei vielen dieser Menschen, die nur an sich und ihr Ego denken. How important is it for us to save this
6: planet at all? We give them money so that they can fulfill their dreams, but will they save us with this? If we all join forces together, we will have incredible opportunities, especially technologies that have been developed long ago but do not make sense in a consumer society focused only on power and destruction. If you think about it, everyone would have free energy and much more. But global problems can also be solved only globally. And that means together. If we put everyone's lives first, then it's natural to do our best to protect it.
3: Thank you. Leslie, would you like to add anything to it?
2: Yes. Yes. You know, it's amazing how um, our society here um, in America has moved from your career to working to getting a side hustle. Now, growing up in the ghetto, (laughs) side hustle was the thing back in the 70s. You know, you did a little extra something, you know, to make extra money. But now here, we have this advertised <laughs> to every American to get a side hustle. Where did we go from the lower class needing a side hustle to the one making 60000 or more to a side hustle? You know, it's the economy and the idea of people working forever is being established. And we need to really take a good look at what's happening here. And it's so bad that so many are following the lead on that. You know, they're they're following this and they're working and they're working their butts off to make other people rich. And they're making the wealthy wealthier. And they don't see what they're doing because their focus is on making extra money to live. And that's not where we should be going as human beings. We should be looking out for each other first. And that's what we need our corporations to do. That's what we need our government to do. That's what we need a creative society to do for
3: us. Thank you so much, Leslie. Yes, I absolutely agree with you. And another question that's been quite high demand is, okay, we can unite, but how can we influence the core of the earth? Because like through the conference, we clearly see that glaciers are melting from the bottom up and from the not the other way around. So the heating up of the planet is coming from the inside. And it's actually the core of the planet that is shifting, that is uh, having some changes that influence our uh, whole life on the planet. So how can we influence that even if we unite, right? Well, first of all, the core isn't changing by itself for no reason. It's changing because there are galaxy rays, because this is cyclicity, because our solar system and our planet is going through certain area in space where this rays, which uh, we don't know yet about them that much. We know this is something similar to gamma rays, but might be much stronger. And it influences all the planets in our solar system. So the question is, if we have this uh, energy, we have to develop some other kind of energy to protect our planet and our core from this influence. And this is where we need the potential of the whole planet, of all our scientists, of all our researchers, of all different fields of science. Without creative society, this is basically impossible. But we know when when it was... For example, the Second World War, and it was a question of survival if we're making a nuclear weapon or not, we were able to mobilize all our resources, even in separate countries, and make them possible only within a few years. So right now it's totally possible to make a secure future for the whole planet and uh, protect our planet, our core, from any sort of race that we are registering right now. But right now, we cannot even uh, get enough information about those trades because we are so distracted de- with this consumerism. If we're not making money on CO2, then anything else outside of that we're just not interested in. That's the problem. That's the consumerism and distortion of our attention. Maybe Alex would like to add something more about this.
4: Yeah, thanks. Uh, and I Exactly. So I can just um, add a little bit uh, on it. So the problem that you mentioned in your question are really complex. They're multifactorial, I meaning that we need special from different spheres and the work should be organized. We need resources and we need um, to really invest a lot of time and attention to study it. And um how we can organize it in the consumer society. Um, there, there are funds, but it's very distracted and um, there are really um, not such conditions created in order to scientists to cooperate. Uh, but we need this and it's uh, really will be the solution for this particular question. So the creative society will make a conditions to, help scientists specialists engineers uh, all people that can really solve it just come together and for the sake of the whole humanity to save our lives really just imagine if we need to solve a problem that will save lives of the whole humanity will it be an unsolvable problem no we can do it there will be really strong motivation and um also like to explain the uh, complex, um, the complexity of this question and the solution, I would like to all of us uh, to view a fragment from the program with participation of Igor Mihailovich Danilov.
1: Igor Mikhailovich, by what means can humanity withstand this impact?
7: And it's the most important question. Why do we need the entire human potential? Why cannot someone do it on their own? Because, first of all, we don't have this knowledge, we don't have this kind of energy. We have to understand that the power of impact affecting our planet is enormous. So all the energy that we have on Earth, that is available to us, is not enough to counteract the power of impact that is taking place. There is a small nuance here, too. I'll just explain for understanding. Let's not delve too much into this, it would take a lot of time. I understand that people might be curious, but the impact is taking place not at the macro, but at the micro level. In other words, it's not a direct impact of macro objects in outer space on macro objects, it's an interaction, at the micro-level between particles. It is an enormous energy. Again, I understand that the question will arise, but how is that? The interaction between large objects is a huge energy, but between particles it is weak.
8: Well, yes.
7: You see, our science is in such a state nowadays that we cannot answer many questions yet. That is why we need the combined potential to answer it. The interaction between Particles, those that make up our entire universe, Mm -hmm. takes place at the energy level. It's an exchange of information as well as interconnections. That's where gravitation and many other things emerge. So these interactions are very strong. Look at what is happening to the planet. After all, destabilization comes from within the planet, while everything else is a consequence that we see. Now, some people will say, what about other planets, my friends? On other planets, too. We see what is happening now in the Solar System. On other planets, those very landslides on Mars and many other things, there is activity, too, and everything else. This means it's all about cyclicity. It's just that it is somehow not trendy to talk about it or somehow… After all, carbon dioxide couldn't have affected Mars and caused the formation of landslides indicating instability there. But mainly the planets, that have a core and magma are affected. If it's just a rock, it will remain a rock. There is nothing in it that would give rise to dissonance. There is only resonance between particles in it, it's just a rock. Whereas our planet is very complex, it has a core, magma, a crust, and an atmosphere. In other words, these are different spheres, just like in a human body, but they are coordinated, a single organism is formed. What will disorders in, say, a person's bone structure lead to? To irreversible consequences. The same is true for the vascular system or any other part. Whatever we take, any system, any disorder leads to a global destruction of the organism. It's the same with us here. Therefore, what do we need in order to counteract this? An equally strong counteraction. Let me give you a simple example. Let's use Tatiana, for example, for you to understand. Let's suppose I give her a little push, and she tilts. Why? Because there is a force of impact. And now resist it. You see, exactly the same impact, but she doesn't tilt. Why? Because she counteracts my action. If we don't put forward this counteraction, our world will simply collapse. Mars is an example of that. Those who are smart will understand, look, and see where we are going. Why? Because the cause is the same, and the effect will be the same. Again, here we not only need to possess this energy, and in order to possess it, we need to discover these sources, but we also need to understand what it is and how to use it. For example, we do not use this energy correctly, let me push you, and you apply the same force, In the other direction, you see, it's even greater, she almost fell. Why? Even a light touch.
8: Without help anymore, right?
7: Yes, she applied a lot of force, but in the wrong direction. So, if we make a mistake, we will kill our planet even faster. I think it's clear now. Again, why do we need potential? Why do we need energy to build and do all this? Let me give you another example. Why? Because it's a complex process, and it requires all people, all of our potential and why could we not do it when we were 7 billion why can we do it when we are almost 8 billion because our potential has increased because the task is multidimensional and multi-level and it has to be solved accordingly
9: Огромное спасибо Игорю Михайловичу за эту информацию. Или действительно, что даёт создательное общество?
8: Оно даёт Игорь Михайлович greatly for this addition. Indeed, what creative society gives us? It gives a, com, a consolidation of all the resources of our potential and our humanity. Игорь Mikhailovich has said that is this interaction galactic interaction which creates this cyclicity of cataclysms it actually affects at the micro level. It means that we need not just climatologists, geologists, and other spe- specialists, but we need physicists, astrophysicists, those who deal with quantum sto- mechanics. We need all the intellectual resource, and we do have it on the planet. We have many people, smart people on our planet, and combination joining of their resources uh, is very important because we lack time. Another question. Which actually came from our viewers. If there are so many proof that the glaciers are melting from bottom upwards, why is not why this doesn't this is not discussed? Well, basically, it's question not for us but for scientists. Why is this not discussed? Uh, you can be warned about uh, all the researchers which uh, who study the melting of glaciers. They understand that in the Western Antarctica. The melting occurs only uh, from bottom up, and before the conference, contacted polar researchers, and they mentioned that this melting takes place from the bottom. This is a widely known fact. In Antarctica, there is sub-zero temperatures all year round, and the ice cannot melt at such temperatures by itself. But what is many more times important is the reason why melting is taking place from below. At the conference. on on the 4th of December, there was a video which you now see on the screen with, a, a new, with numerous works indicating that such type of melting occurs due to geothermal heat. We didn't invent it, we just collected the works which are available. Also, so we have such researchers as James Camus, Haywood and many others, they came to the conclusion that this basically is due to the geothermal heat, but not the anthropogenic factor, because West Antarctica is a huge volcanic region. Now there are 12 volcanoes there. It is also known that uh, uh, below the Sves glacier, there is almost the same geothermal flow as in uh, near Yellowstone. And under the second, very famous melting glacier of Antarctica, Pan Island, there is a volcano which was found. So the question arises why volcanoes cannot heat water? are there hydrothermal hot flow water flows that exist in all volcanic regions so why do we need to listen to fairy tales about some heated water which humanity has heated somewhere far away from Antarctica a similar situation can be observed in the central part of Greenland and geophysicist Ivan Kulakov spoke about this very well at the conference on December 4th the reason why researchers of melting glaciers is complete uh, why researchers if completely ignore the Melt in such The reason is the same, because now, if you don't speak of the anthropogenic factor, your studies will not be funded. But you know what is the most important point? is why these glaciers started to melt so intensively in the last decades. This means that there is an increase in magmatic activity as a result of cyclical cataclysms of 12,000 years. And so, the truthful information about the real causes of climate change Now, uh, on this depends whether we'll be able to unite and resist real causes of climate change. So, everyone, please go ahead, tell your friends, all people you know, including scientists, share this information. Let's go ahead and do this really important research. Thank you very much.
10: Thank you, Lisa, for that wonderful explanation about glaciers and Thanks be to Igor Mikhailovich for sharing that wonderful information about the influence on the Earth's core. Uh, Friends, we often get asked this question, why our particular conference is not broadcast on mainstream channels and different media platforms? And did we address them? So I'm going to answer the first part, okay? The media is owned, firstly, by only six companies. Of those six parent companies, they are owned by two conglomerates or mega corporations, Vanguard and BlackRock, which are made up of normal people like you and I. So, of course, we reached out to them. Of course, we've written emails to them, to different correspondents, to different news anchors. But there's not a reply. And it's simply because of the consumer format we live in. If there's no money to be made on something, on a new catchy story, then what's in it for them? But that's why you're needed, as we'll discuss later, the importance of taking action. So hopefully with that information, if you're a news person, reach out. We've been reaching out to you. Thank you.
2: Thank you, Jason. Thank you,
11: Jason. The next questions that we receive, the entire problem is politicians, how can we influence them? It is important to realize that the problem lies not in the politicians, but in ourselves. It is us who gave them power and now we are angry at them for what they do.
2: After all, they are
11: only humans as well. They themselves are unable to cope with that. They do not know how to escape this vicious circle of consumer format. That is why all of us need to understand, as long as we shift our responsibility for our life onto someone else, and I do not mean only politicians but people around us as well, the situation will not change And even will get worse and worse. Now, it is vitally important for everyone who saw the conference and found out about creative society to spread this information everywhere possible. If we do understand the criticality of the situation, which is gaining momentum on the planet right now, and if we want to live, We need to take our lives into our own hands. No one will do this instead of us, nor parents, nor friends, nor partners, and by no means any politician.
9: Mm -hmm. Thank you, thank you very much. And then uh, another question that we received is, um, how does the government react to acute and inconvenient questions? And do they react at all? And how do they comment on the climate situation? Well, from our understanding, what we've gathered is that uh, when there are any inconvenient or acute questions, they just ignore it. And it's actually a really good question because we ourselves also would like to know uh, how how would they comment on this um, climatic situation, because unfortunately, uh, we've sent Many, many letters, uh, many invitations, and we have not gotten past um, the secretaries and we have not gotten a response from many of them, not all, but many of them did not respond. And to give a more practical um, understanding of how many letters have been sent out, I would like to give the word to David, who can explain it in uh, more detail from the practical perspective.
4: Yeah, vielen Dank, Olga.
9: Yes, thank you very much, Olga.
6: Yes, I would like to briefly tell you what we experienced, what we had to cope with. So, in fact, we wrote 3,000 letters over four months. Under them, the United Nations, the WHO, the World Meteorological Organization the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, the European Parliament and all political decision makers from all countries were there. So we worked a lot on this and every letter every letter was written personally and it was sent by post well we, we voted for politicians and we gave them our vote and the question is what are they doing actually they should walk for our future stand up for our future pursue our interests and we wrote very clearly in the letters that it was about a very important topic. It's about the future of our planet, which is in a very, very critical condition. And we asked them, take the opportunity and speak at the conference. Tell us your opinion. And to be honest, it's about our mutual future together. And we assumed that no one could leave it indifferent, but it was really a shock to us. Of those 3,000 politicians, not even five people responded and attended the conference
5: and that shows us
6: that society
5: as it is now, the
6: society that is trimmed for consumption and power, that this society is actually in a self-destructive mode
5: Und wir sind jetzt an einem Punkt, wo and we die are
6: now Menschheit, at a point where Menschheit, humanity is really threatened by global collapse, by global collapse climatically, economically, socially. Und
0: die hat gezeigt,
6: the conference showed that the, the only way out of this for people is to unite the potential
5: of coming together and that
6: is what all the speakers have already said before me we have huge potential we We just have have to get it into one direction and finally start to find solutions to to the problems problems that concern all of us that is what is clear to us we need people we need politicians who support the creative society Leslie, I think you'll be having the next question.
2: You know, unfortunately, you know, um, it's not popular amongst politics at all. And that's why we see what we see within our world. Um, and when it comes to contacting them, that's, that's impossible, basically. I'm just going to leave it out there. It's impossible to connect with them on any type of an email or letter in, in that way. And when you do speak with them personally, and uh, they're gonna tell you what you wanna hear because that's the basis of their position is telling their constituents what they want to hear and nothing more. Um, and the idea of them listening um, and giving an answer, they see that as enough. They're already in their position they don't need you to vote for them right now, and you have no money, so you cannot influence in any way with any production of any sort in their position, and that's where they stand. Unfortunately, that's where they stand. That's where they stand, and we. And it's also unfortunate that we do have a lot of good people that have been elected in these positions. But it's the it's the politics and it's the history and it's the tradition and it is something that has to be broken. But it can only be broken by people. It can only be broken by courage of people. It can only be broken with something else, another choice, creative society. That's the only way we can make something
0: happen. Thank you very much, Leslie, for this very good answer. The question was that governments strive to divide people. Yes, they do. But do we want to be divided? Do we want ourselves to be less divided? This is the question that each and every one of us has to ask himself. This is what they want. What do we want? We surveyed people in all countries around the world for many years and we discovered that 99.9% of people want to live in a creative society in peace, in harmony, with no artificial labels for whatever nationality, race, religion, and so on. In safety, security, as humans. Putting humanness first. Absolutely. Absolutely
2: absolutely the idea of politics divides us republicans and democrats and that's something that was created and we didn't all agree on it we just followed through you know it's again it's tradition it's something that your parents did your grandparents did and so on and you never ever had the time or to think well wait a second It's time I think for myself, you know, what should I be doing to help society? What should I do to make a change? And when people come together, as we are doing today, to make that change, to break that tradition of separation, to break that tradition of separation, as we are here together now, together, speaking, of bringing it all, together for people, for climate change, for a new beginning. And that is something we need, a new beginning and no more separation, no more division of politics, but a common goal for everyone, for everyone in a creative society.
10: Thank you so much, Leslie and Christian and David for your wonderful answers. Uh, and that leads us directly to a question asked by our audience and many people out there who don't understand this term. Whom do we call collaborationist?
2: I
11: would like to add to that.
2: Well,
11: the answer is very simple. They are those
2: who
11: know that the far-famed anthropogenic factor and the CO2 is just a huge fraud, billions of dollars are made. Tali already mentioned the Second World War. In those days, some people thought that if they joined the Nazis, they would gain certain benefits and would not have to face the risk of death. They didn't care that people would die as a consequence of their decision. Today the situation is literally the same. Nowadays, collaborationists think that if they will support the CO2 and green energy lies, they will save their own necks. But in fact, this is not true. The enemy we are facing right now does not make any agreements. Climate doesn't care about who is who. This is war, if we continue supporting these collaborationists, the result will inevitable. Yes, thank you so much Dorshan, Um,
12: I agree. And another question that we always get is, do you have a plan of how to remove the world government? They are to blame for everything and they are greedy and they will not stop. And that question is valid, right? Everybody has this on their mind. But first of all, why do you think we need to focus our most precious resource, which is attention and time, to fixing something that is not working for anyone? Why would we waste our time creating some type of solutions in a consumer society that will not allow us to survive if we take our time and attention away from the main problems and if we look and start fixing things in the consumer society then we will not have time to survive we will not have time to build a creative society we will not have time to put counter action towards climate crisis that we are all in right now and we will not have time to solve problems and save human lives. So really this question goes back to why do we even need to ask? Why do we need to blame anyone? Has blaming anyone solved at least one problem? Nothing that I can think of. And greed is a perfect example of a consumer society. And you know, if you ask yourself today, why do I have greed living inside of me? You will know for sure because of the conditions that consumer society has created for us. Greed is not just for the big governments. Greed is for everyone. But we do need to create Creative society, different type of conditions that will allow us to focus not on what is broken, rotten, falling apart, but focus our attention on building a creative society. A society that benefits everybody. And we must do it. We have no other option. We have no other change. So in order to switch the format from the consumer or profit driven into the creative or human centric, there's only three easy steps. They're super easy. First, you have to learn about creative society and what benefits it has for you and your family. Second, we all have to spread this message around the globe so it reaches every single person. And third, we have to unite Under one idea of building a creative society where human life is number one priority. And this way, we can unite all people around the globe and really focus on the immediate needs that we have. This way, our human potential is at full. And now we are solving the problems and we will make sure those problems will never return to us because the conditions of a consumer format are no longer there that created the problems. Now we are living in a thriving and peaceful society, and we are able to put counteraction technologies, and we are able to combat the climate change. We are able to clean our planet. We are able to live to the best of our human abilities. And now we're finally building friendships around the globe and we're finally seeing what's possible. And yes, we might be exploring other planets or other galaxies, but we can't even think about it now till we take the three steps, which is learn more, spread information, and unite under one idea. So a creative society is a format for every family. This is Where we need to put our time and attention to right now
2: absolutely absolutely it is a new option is what it is this isn't about removing this is about creating this is about making things better as someone here says you know it's building your own table it's building another table because we can't sit at the other one. So we need our own. We need to create our own table. And this is how we do it. And we do it together. The thought that, you know, of overtaking or or kicking out, no, we're moving in another direction. We're moving in the right direction where human life is most important. And that's where we want to go. We are a melting pot, not only in states, not only in other countries and continents. We are a melting pot of a world. We are everywhere and we are all coming together to create something new, something better, something for all of us, no matter your race, no matter your religion, no matter your color. We are all one people on this planet and it is time that we all see it as that. Yes, <fixionate> yeah, thank, yeah, you yeah. Yeah. thank you
11: very yeah,
2: much. Thank, yeah. thank you. Vlastně, uh, I would like to add pahal, to posted, for this question that was, so, that was actually, asked
11: to the greediness stane and the elite won't stop. You know, I have a question for you who who is asking this question. So you are not responsible for anything. You are without sin. So you are saints who share everything that you receive for those in need. This is where the essence of manipulation lies, which the consumer format of society imposed on us to find the guilty one and punish him by any means. Unfortunately, no one ever thinks about the idea that he himself might be the guilty one. Friends, don't you think we've had enough of this? That it is time to wake up? Let's finally stop criticizing everyone and everything. And let's start changing ourselves in the first place. Let's throw away our pride and fears that just keep dividing us. And let's together build a world which we will not be ashamed of, for our family, kids, grandkids. Thank you.
9: Thank you. And here we get another question that is often asked, how can I join the Creative Society? Well, first, I want to say that Creative Society is a project for all people. And we say it every time on all our broadcasts, on all our conferences, that it's a project for all people. And as Christian mentioned earlier, over a We've done over a decade worth of surveys, social surveys in all countries of the world. Millions of people responded that they all want to live in the creative society. And this is important. So this project is for every single person on this planet. And joining is very simple. You can visit the website, creativesociety.com. there you will see the red join us button. Just click on that button. You can leave your information. We can contact you. Also, you can just send us an email to info at creativesociety.com so we can communicate that way. Or if you already understand what the value of creative society and you're already sharing information with your friends your families your coworkers. you already know what it is you are already a participant but we would love to hear from you so please contact us so that we can you know join together and we can do so much more um, so it's very very simple and we would love to hear from each and every one of you because as i mentioned earlier this is the project of the whole humanity
5: Ja, Olga, vielen Dank. Um, yes
6: Olga, thank you very much. Thanks to all of you for answering the questions of the people and in fact many people ask, yeah I can join through the website. Okay, but what comes next? Sit and wait
5: and
6: nobody knows what's happening? Well, to act, to what should we actually do? And yes, those who are neither business people nor scientists, what should we do? Simple people. Well, we're all simple people. We're in the most important stage of building the creative society, the informational stage. Each and every one of us can pass on information, especially if we are convinced of it. Everyone can help find information, which is also very important, share it with the others. This is the most precious thing precious thing
5: about the
6: unification. Since we have the huge potential of the Internet, you can even do it from your couch. I'll give a simple example here using Facebook. For example, I go to random groups every day and post a link or two that suit them. And then I invite 10 to 15 friends at random with whom I then share something. For example, uh, after accepting the friendship, I invite them to our site or to watch a video and of course I don't expect anything from them and I just share the information. I can upload videos of my own experiences and insights to TikTok or Instagram or post them on Twitter and in this way I can reach several people in one day, in a single day, without even taking a step outside the door. There's so much you can do if you just want to. And folks, each of you wanted to be Superman or Wonder Woman at one point or another. So now is your time to be it. Thank you very much.
10: Benjamin, you actually highlighted a key point, you know, and I'm going to uh, reiterate that. Or reshare what you just spoke. Everyone, when they were kids, they wanted to be a superhero of some kind. Uh, but we always dramatize some action, you know, like we have to be put in danger and we have to rescue some damsel in distress or some knight's going to come get us. These actions we're talking about that every ordinary person can do are simple, but they are heroic because there's people out there all over the world who need this information. Everyone feels it. But if they don't know about creative society, what can they do? That's why our actions count, whether it's through Facebook, something so simple, or whether it's through TikTok, something very simple. But even simpler than that is we all have kids. We all go to the schools and we talk to different parents that our kids are in school with. Share with them about creative society, share with them what's in your heart. You know, uh, there's not one person who doesn't value the human life or on the other spectrum is so greedy that they want to survive, share it with them and tell them the benefits of how they're going to keep their money and they're going to keep their multi-million dollar mansion. Uh, But let me elaborate even further. Uh, Every person here, guys, I'm going to do something out of the ordinary today. I want all of you here that are here with me to raise your hand if you've learned a new skill since taking part in the Creative Society project. You see that? They didn't have a skill, but a skill was needed in order to disseminate the information about the Creative Society project, whether it's video editing, whether it's actually learning how to use Facebook because you're of a certain age in which the technology isn't understandable to you and it's not intuitive, okay? Or you aren't good at doing voiceovers, but it's something you've always wanted to do. So you watch 20 hours of YouTube videos and you practice and you do those narrations and you you give the oracle speeches. Or uh, you've always been interested in a language and our dear friends here today who are doing the interpretation who also volunteered to interpret the last conference in over 100 languages. As we've already discussed today, no one pays anyone to do this some of us here have children some of us don't but we all have someone we love and understand the state of today's affairs of the state of our environment uh, and how it affects every single person there won't be one person left indifferent to climate change not one person of the eight billion people every person will be affected whether it's simply economically or it's something more traumatic Every person will be affected, their bank account or their homes. So this is the importance of stepping forward and becoming that hero and taking such a simple action. It doesn't have to be something so dramatic that the whole world needs to know your name. It can be something so simple of going to your grandma and talking to her about creative society or going to your nephews and your nieces, who are teenagers, who are heavily involved in the environment, because today's youth is heavily involved in the environment and its protection. Go share with them about the creative society. And we can multiply the amount of people that take action. Don't listen to any thought you have that you're, you're not important enough or some action is trivial. It's not trivial. Every person here that's talking with you today that have answered these questions, we're doing this because we've all had the same thoughts regarding every single one of these questions at some point, uh, even while participating in the Creative Society Project. But human life is that valuable. And as many people have pointed out, the earth will not survive without human beings. So, and to answer the nihilist on that part, uh, even your actions are important. No matter how dark you think things are, our earth will not survive this time without human action. It may have in the past, but that's not the case today. So thank you all so much for being with us. And I believe Marina is going to go in into greater detail and share an emphasis with you all of the importance of this wonderful project.
7: Thank you
1: you so much. Thank you so much, Jason. Thank you so much, Benny, for bringing such a great practical examples how we can find, how we can participate in a creative society. Because it's very, very important for each of us to find the right spot, how we can benefit for for this project of entire humanity. Because right now, our future depends on all of our action. Humanity is standing on the very thin precipice, and we heard that today. Either the cataclysms will kill us all, or we will enter a new level of development of our civilization. The choice is up to each of us. And at the conference Global Crisis Time for the Truth, we've heard many examples of how ugly the consumer format is, how terrible and horrible it is. There is no chance it will hold up against those climatic threats which which are growing as we speak right now. And that's why the creative society is the only possible and today it's the only alternative for everyone. So why can't we unite and take the step toward creative society right now all together? And it's absolutely obvious that creative society is good for everyone since it will allow humanity to get to a new level of evolution and will open new possibilities in the development of science and medicine for every single person on Earth. It's our only chance to overcome climatic disasters, improve the environment and ecology and life in all parts of our society. It is a chance for you, my friend, to realize your inner potential in a safe, stable and thriving world. Please join us, friends, in telling everyone about this chance. The information about the possibility of building creative society needs to reach everyone. Because only together, by uniting the potential of everyone on the planet, can we not only stop the climatic threats, but we can turn our planet into a thriving world where everyone can be happy. Dear participants, dear viewers, thank you so much for being here today. We thank you for your attention and the question that you send us. Today, it is extremely important for all of us not to have any shadow of a doubt left or any lack of understanding of the issues raised at the conference Global Crisis Time for the Truth. So, let's figure it all all together. And we are so happy to invite you to the next episode of international discussion that we will have very soon. If you still have any question, or you would like to share your understandings, please send us your video to info at creativesociety.com And thank you again for being with us. Looking forward to your videos and feedbacks. See you soon on the Creative Society channel.
13: Manity, various races, nationalities, religions, but we are all sailing in the same boat in this ocean of life. Mm-hmm. And the course of all absorbing consumerism, which our common ship has taken today, is leading us to precipice. Just a little longer, and we will irreversibly fall into the abyss of economic, social, and climate catastrophes. Perhaps someone doesn't want to see and admit obvious facts yet being afraid to turn around and see the reality in the endless rush in the ordinary everyday routine in the race for success and survival in this world of consumerism but every day more and more people stop and ask themselves these questions where is this world coming to what does the future hold for me and my children How can I make sure that the world will be a safe, happy, and prosperous place? After all, no matter how successful you are, if the whole world is falling apart, there is no way you can avoid a bitter fate. We can change the course of our ship, which is speeding into the abyss, and instead of the abyss of consumption, steer it in the direction of the creative society. But we can do this only together. We need to unite our collective human potential, become a united civilization, and row in one direction. Uniting in a common goal, we need to direct our attention, our efforts, our knowledge, and our skills to charting a new course. And how quickly we can do this depends on the choice of each person. Our salvation is only in our unity. Only by working together can we build a truly decent world. A world that will have a future for us and our children. And that is the creative society. We still have a chance, so let's take it.